Can you, Casey, do a fun little picture of FDR in his wheelchair with his blanket draped over him, but his blanket has two strong muscular legs stitched <laughs> to <onto> the fabric? <laughs> With cowboy boots. Like one of those novelty shirts. Yeah, one of those novelty yes. shirts. Or it's got a big like, old bulge on it. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Fucking jiggle the cords, you. F- ye. <laughs> All ye who enter here. God damn it. Jiggle ye cords. That sounds like, um. Uh, what's that poem? Is it Robert Frost? Well, all, all poems I just titled by the movies they were in. So you know that poem, yeah. Dead Poet Society? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, my favorite poem. And it's it's come what may, ye what, ye the day. Who are, are you talking to? <laughs> I was going to blame my computer problems on the moon. Well, so. it's like, jiggle the chords in August light. Jiggle the chords to talk tonight. Jiggle ye chords and come what may, jiggle ye chords. Podcast yay. All right, let's just, come on. (laughs) Come on now. It's it's true, but how many times have you and I probably collectively watched Dead Poet Society? I love that movie. Don't know any of the poets I talk about. No. Don't remember them. I've heard of them. I've read a book or two in my day, but. I remember, so Carpe Diem, right? Lightning. They paint lightning on their chest. That's Captain Marvel. I've seen that. Shazam. Canceled. Hey-yo, hey-yo. Canceled. A little too water tony oni on it. And it's a little foreshadowy, right? With the suicide and everything. But. Spoiler um, alert! <laughs> it's a thirty-year-old movie. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, the poems. <laughs> oh no! I love you have to trace it back to Hoya Haya, Hoya Haya. Oh right, the election. <laughs> well, Anyways. that kind of sounds like what a, a a stroke victim says when he wins an election. Hoya Haya, I'm gonna hate. So Paul Pelosi said before that guy crawled up out of his toilet. Can we? <laughs> oh my god, I lost my train of thought in the best way. <laughs> no, what? Oh, I remember how accomplished I, and I can't even remember this. How I was like, I know what carpe diem means. It means seize the day. And then somebody was like, carpe rectum, and I was like, and I was like, what is that? They're like, it's what are you? It's seize the night. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna remember that because you know you hear <laughs> we'll carpe diem all the time. But if you go, oh yeah, carpe diem, I hear you. Carpe, it's not carpe rectum. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, it's that's, like that's us smoking outside of pianos, and David <laughs> David Cross walks up, and you're like, "Are you guys talking about books?" Oh, carpe rectum. Am I right, guys? They're like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Oh God. Have you read a magazine? Have you? Do you know anything? Oh my God, I'm reading. My I... cousin said carpe rectum is Greek for. <laughs> But, okay, I gotta go, sorry. Oh, yeah, I heard one of my new words of the day was in Yiddish, and I was like, that's a straightforward language I can get behind, because it was a mm-hmm. word for tukus, it wasn't tukus, and I don't think tukus is Yiddish, I think it's slang, but it was a word for butt that was just like, sits fleshing, and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you sit on the old flesh, <laughs> sits and fleshing, or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love that my grasp of Yiddish is like, 
No, it, it's just a 50s Jewish comedian. That's not real <laughs> words that you think you know. Sure. Uh, Alan King said it on stage once. Um, sits in flesh in... Uh, where in are flesh we? In. Where were we? Damn, I was. we were talking about uh, the we election. Were, um, There's some fucked up... Uh, talking about um, poetry. Oh, yeah, thanks. Get back to what we talk about every week. Yeah, we're Literature. always on poetry. Na- and then, name then five went, poets quick oh no i'm i took some advice from uh, i got from him, a, it's yeats keats they all rhyme yeats keats skeets and the screech because i like rap <laughs> what's a screech poem jiggle you chords what they may jiggling uh did zach morris have the big phone or did he have the phone in the bag it doesn't big, big phone in bag both i remember leland had a like dad why do you have the phone in the bag if you threaten to murder me, if I ever touch it, like he'd give me the phone in the bag for Leave it in the closet, then give me the phone in the bag at baseball practice. And be like, this is for an emergency in case I forget to pick <laughs> you up. Practice. Right. In case war of the worlds happens while you're at baseball practice. But if you decide call to call house. me and not walk home or try and escape from that predator's van without <laughs> the handles on the inside of the door, I will murder you. It costs me more. Those minutes cost me more than your prospective funeral, okay? Especially if they don't find the body. I hate to have to go to cell two, cellular 2000 and refute these rates and tell the, this poor clerk that my phone was stolen and not by my own son, by some ruffian who then called the sex number a lot. <laughs> Can you imagine if I called those sex numbers on the bag phone? Old I would have been sh- in that bag. <laughs> no shit. He'd have cut you off at the joints. He'd make me a phone like in the Flintstones. <laughs> right. Hans, shout out the window to your mother. Yeah, right. rur, rur, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bag. Fo- but yeah, that was the epitome height of. of- oh, yeah. Because my old my buddy Drew, he had they had a bag phone, but that's because they lived on a farm. Sure. So they're like, we physically need this phone in case one of us is stranded in a snowstorm. Right. Between town and, it's like Little House on the Prairie, between town and home. It can happen, yeah. We could possibly die. Right. They should have so just. like, we need a bag phone. Like, like old-timey South Dakotans, they just tie ropes to every separate building. And you just, in the whiteout of the snow, you just reach for that rope and pray to God you find it. And you follow that rope to wherever it may go. Or they did it during the dust storm, too. The dust bowl. And then there's always those one scallywags reading too much poetry. We put out some fake ropes. You killed 30 people. <laughs> Wait, does this rope just lead me to a book of... Is this Yeats or Keats? <laughs> no, it's Keats! <laughs> and so we're both in there going, hi, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, why? And they're like, it's the fucking dust bowl. It's freezing. What are you oh, doing? You're drinking my wine? <laughs> That's my medicine. <laughs> Your sister's dying of scarlet fever, you fucking drunk. That's to ease my lung sores. Uh, Did you dig up an Indian burial ground? <laughs> Why are you wearing traditional vestments? You. Uh... I want to act. <laughs> I want to go to the big city. Act like a man and pitch that hay. Uh... I'm taking the only role I can't do, Father, is <laughs> acting like a man. <laughs> That's true. There, I was. I saw something. Um, 
Well, this kind of relates. I was watching a, was Bill Maher or something. He likes to have controversial people on because sure, he yeah. likes to. It's like an alcoholic. You like to drink with somebody that makes you look less alcoholic, right? Um, somebody that sure, has course, a yeah. high enough tolerance. I love him, but he's a fucking mess. He's a real kook. So this guy was on, and he was basically just short of, you know, hashtag men's rights. And he's just like, gotcha. women are built to be smarter and stronger. And I'm like, yeah, then all right, that makes sense. Okay. But men have acquiesced, so now 90% of universities are full of women and da 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 and how did I get on that? Oh, I'm not a man. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, okay. I went Yeah. That that was a bad transition. <laughs> what I'm getting to is speaking of real men. Wait until you need that pickle jar open. Oh. And I gotta put it between my legs and get a wet rag. No, no, no. You take the blade of that knife in hand, which all side, and you hit with the handle, the heavy handle side, and try not to cut off one of your digits. Oh, yeah, no, I've definitely done that, where it's like, can you open this jar? I'm like, you got it. And I just took a steak knife and stabbed the top, and it's like, whoa, that escalated quickly. And I was like, it, it's open now, isn't it? It's like, what? what's wrong with you? I'd have a better chance of just sitting on that jar and flexing my sits in flesh. And <laughs> like that horrible video anyone can go out there and watch. It starts with amazement at the fact that that pickle jar can get there, and it ends with you scraping your tongue, because when you see that jar break, my friend, that's thick Walmart glass. Um, oh, yeah. No, that's the, it's the three on the old recycling chart. <laughs> You're like, ooh, that goes in the third bin, she's so tough. We can't take steel. Oh, I should have done a can, because if he bends that can... You gotta well, bring yeah, it back yeah. for a discount. <laughs> this is dinged. From what? <laughs> my Check dang. out my OnlyFans. <laughs> my liver. All right? <laughs> you just see like a stimpy-ass cartoon of just that can getting too close to an internal organ going, Come here, you. Come uh, back it up, I'll you. give you what, what for. Uh, yeah, my transition doesn't make sense. I, it basically was, I took advice from a jerk about reading so i pulled out a book i pulled yeah. out and of course james baldwin who i love and i can just mm -hmm. instead of he's he's t definitely top five not that you have to have a favorite author but he's one of my all-time favorite authors but instead of enjoying i can't help but focus on the deterioration of my own brain because i'll That's see right. like yeah. my notes and be like oh what a competent uh, uh assertion young fry well, and they'll be like i don't know what i forgot the last four pages i read you know it's just like <laughs> it's like pouring oh. hot coffee on cheese you're like it's gonna just melt it and kind of become a thing and maybe some of it i'll remember and then randomly at like an encounter like i'll be at work and i'll be like i read james baldwin they're like cool what was it about <laughs> i don't know i don't remember good writer though <laughs> great lot of words put me right to sleep i gotta tell you he's an essayist <laughs> i love his articles he's so fucking um just that he's that sagging level of genius you know because sure when oh, you yeah. know i'm i won't get too down on myself i can comprehend a thing here or there 
but it's oh, like I, course, I'd yeah. almost rather not because then I just am like resentful that I'll never get to that level of dissection of a subject. Oh, sure. And it's and, just yeah. if you listen to him talk, it's it's one way. Wow. All right, I'll 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 nip this in the bud. It's one thing we got to get back to men. You're a writer. I'm a writer. It's one thing to understand somebody's ability to come up with the written word because it doesn't necessarily just happen unless you're high on Mm. ephedrine like um, Jack Kerouac. But you're like, oh well, they can compose their thoughts and they can step away and come back. But with Baldwin, it's just like. I don't think so, man. I think that's brain depend because I've heard him in enough interviews and give enough lectures where you're just like, fuck you, dude. You're too, you're too just sharp as a goddamn tack and, and thoughtful. He's and he's like, <clears throat> and what's one of my favorite sort of actorly portrayals. And I'm, I'm not going to know the fucking actor's name canceled, but he, it was in, um, he played uh, Thomas Jefferson, and then he was also in Game of Thrones. He played, uh, of course, I remember his fictional character. He played Stannis Baratheon, but his oh, portrayal yeah. of Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. was just so interesting to me because he played it that same way, the way you're describing James Baldwin, just sort of, they'll cut to him and he just goes, hmm, well... And then the you know, then the Declaration of Independence falls Slows, off of his tongue, yeah. and it's like it's such a cool, weird, because that's how it is. You're not like, you know, classic portrayals of intellectuals, and it's like, and I said this, and you get on the bully pulpit, and you're barking, and you're barking all this beautiful thought, and it just washing over my soft head, and I was like, if I could only get one tenth of what this man is saying, well, then I'll be a better man. But Cheers they're to actually that. not that. They're not like rah, 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 all the time. It's a lot of just like introspection. So I sat and listened for three hours. Mm-hmm. And then I put pen to paper and I got a paragraph. Like it's not, you know, like it's sexy to watch someone make food if they're good at it. But it's right. not sexy yeah, to watch yeah. someone write something because you go, hmm. Are my uh, I need a pen, not this pen though. I need one from in there. What's a synonym for great? I've already used it <laughs> twice. <laughs> Grammarly, tell me. Um, what was I gonna say who? Uh, uh, Cornell West was like that. I saw him speak at a Bernie oh, rally sure, a couple sure. of years ago. Just fucking riveting, off the cuff. Again, I was like, "Fuck you, dude." But then he started taking questions, and I had a question. I was like, "I'm gonna fucking." I want to interact with Cornell West. He's a hero of mine. And people started asking questions. Well, they were good enough. They were, I mean, sure. not good enough. They were, they were not classic. on the level of Cornell West potentially would have come up with a question. But I was like, oh, that was an interesting question. And my question was like, well, are we being short-sighted by being idealistic here in supporting these candidates when there is a safer road to toe if there's a more dangerous? But I was like, Cornell West had such thoughtful answers to everybody's questions mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. I got too scared that he was just going to go, no. <laughs> like, just give me the like, next question, yeah. please. <laughs> but 
when I have something to ask. I don't care. Go. I can Go. feel your heat. It was like the time um, uh, Meg was work. She came home. She was working at a, uh, and this still kind of haunts me. She was working, and I ended up working at the Chelsea Flea Market. For those of you that don't know, oh, sadly, yeah. it is not there anymore. It was in um, the city on, uh, like, from 24th to 25th Street. Or no, 20, tw- yeah, 24th to 25th, between, this is dumb, between 7th and 8th Avenue, in a parking garage. Every Saturday and Sunday, purveyors would come, very colorful sorts, awesome people, sure. set up the same stuff. Flea and this, market folk. Oh, great, the, great. The stuff of life. This dude, Mike Reffy, Meg ended up befriending him because he always had cool presidential gear that she would buy me. And then he's like, you attract people here. Why don't you just come and hang out and I'll pay you to, as somebody asks you a question, you lead them to me. And then eventually I got to know him and I was like, you need somebody to hump boxes? <laughs> I just drank myself out of another job. Um, I heard you. I heard you need booth babes. <laughs> you need a, a booth boob. I can wear Nazi boob. helmets. <laughs> there was every. There was. You would think that guy from the producers dude just like ah, the really German guy. It was. <laughs> really he was into a this Hitler stuff. He was a. I might have talked about this. He was a very good dude, and he would help people out like that were need. And a lot of times it was people that just got out of jail, couldn't get a job, but could make like an extra hundred bucks. And sure. this is not a judgment on everybody. These people were up to no good instantly just because we'd have conversations. Not that I was up to any good either, but they're like 50 bucks cash. Nothing wrong with it. Do you want to go in with me on an eight ball? But we're going to cut it with <laughs> pistachios and sell it to Crazy Tony down the street. I was like, fuck, I got to get out of here. This is just dangerous for me. But Crazy Tony's allergic to tree nuts, so hopefully we can get it just right. He'll die. And then we climb in through his window and steal, steal his, his life savings from his mom. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which he keeps in his boots. Um. Oh, so anyways, while she was working for him, she came home one day. And a woman that worked next to him that sold antique dresses, she's like, I also read palms, Meg. I like you. Come, let me read your palms. And she was like, are you with a man right now? He is dangerous. Get rid of him immediately. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, that is creepy. You're she's like, like yeah, Jr. She's, she's full of it. And then I could never... Like not feel her <laughs> heat, full of it. her heat eyes coming at me. What is your response when a palm reader tells you you're basically Damien? Well, that's what she it, didn't it tell me. She told her full of it. No, I know. <laughs> she just kept throwing holy water on you. Yeah, I don't know. As she... You're goose stepping around the flea market. <laughs> Meg looks over her shoulder. She's like, "What? That guy? Dangerous? <laughs> no <laughs> way." <laughs> He has so many Taft pins. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder. The only thing I can't think of, my follow-up question could have been, like, did she know anything that was, like, at the moment you, true? Like, did she you guess your birth month or anything? Like, is this true? <laughs> birth month. That's it. That's your, that's the, the you know, the captra selection when you're like, is this a street lamp? Click on all street lamps. All truth tellers. All you got to do to read a poem. Mm. June. Oh, it's May. That's close. 
telling the truth. I got you. I got you. Maybe it was like a long con Guess to get me to buy weight. a dress. <laughs> I'll keep talking shit. You better purchase vintage, one of these babies. Man. It's a vintage dress. Oh, and then she like gave her a hat. Maybe she was trying to hook her up with one of her <laughs> children. One of her princes of the flea. One of her fleas. She's going to turn her into the human doll. Oh. I have a collection of my own dolls. Man, that job was crazy. When, <laughs> As a collector, I love it. you I love it. cherish the things you buy, or at least I do. You know, and it's mm-hmm. part of the acquiring, it's part of it, but I get yeah. such a joy of perusing. I love it, especially when you find something like, holy shit, this fits my repertoire. This fits my category. And then you think like, wow, these people really curate a hell of a collection. And then, so what Mike Reffy would do is he would speed the ricketiest. This guy is awesome, by the way. So this isn't anything against him. And this is across the board, flea people. But he would speed this van, choke an exhaust into this garage, keep her running for heat. And just the way everything was shoved into this car and like pictures and you're just like those are things like i if i didn't know the background like chairs like oh god i hope i hope can you wrap this in more toilet paper so it doesn't break on my way home (laughs) meanwhile you just see these boxes shoved and he'd be like i need you to get on top of the van because i tied you know i tied those movie posters down with bandanas and a little rips (laughs) fine Easy on the bandanas, though. Those are Van Halen bandanas. <laughs> yeah, right. They're $100 a piece. <laughs> yeah, the money you put on it is like, oh, my God. And then the, the lack Just of Just buy care. another van. I ain't buying another van. Everything fits. The the lack of, um, as you should have as, like, somebody that does this job, like, you can't hold things precious. So something I'd see, like, that JFK yeah. statue is so beautiful. And then it would just fall chip and right. just kick it under a table <laughs> I was just gonna say, that's my kicking jfk <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing <laughs> i like to kick it with steel-toed boots when i get frustrated steel-toed nazi boots korean <laughs> they're korean don't tell anybody um it's those saddam hussein hook boots that uh, sergeant slaughter wore i can't in the 90s wrestling those hook boots they're they're the biff biff twos biff tanner no, biff two, biff, no, future biff tanners um, kick it under a th- oh, Mike. Re- but the rumor is, I lost touch with him. Is that he acquired a school in Pennsylvania, but can't go in it? It's like the horde of all hordes and all. It's just floors upon floors of unorganized ephemera. Oh, so that's his like monkey paw wish. Yeah, he oh, got yes. his wish, but now he's locked in a school full of tchotchkes and nightmares yeah it that's that's us not locked in there with him he's locked in there with it that's it's so funny there reminds me um when ash and i first started dating we'd go out a lot in the williamsburg area and we Uh found this bar that we liked a lot and then i got to learn the history and the lore of the bar which even makes it more captivating it was this bar called the abbey Mm -hmm. and it's like the first gay bar in like brooklyn Okay. Brooklyn area, which is why it's called the Abbey. So it had like church pews and then of course it had a pool table, like stained glass. It looks it's very dingy, divey, dark. Sure. 
So, and it's right at that edge of like Polish, Greenpoint, and Williamsburg. Just okay. sits there. So we'd go all the time. I'd meet her after work. She'd leave work and I'd meet her there and we'd have a couple drinks and then go out. But across the street, there was this fucking beautiful, crazy old storefront. Mm-hmm. And it looked like an old, like a, a barber shop from like the 1800s. Okay. This beautiful glass window. And it had this huge American flag in it that was like just faded into oblivion because it had been hanging in this window. And like that old school, real wooden slatted, like Venetian blind. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So Ash and I were just like, what is this place? It's so cool and weird and faded and you never saw anyone coming or going. It just sat there. And it's like prime real estate in Williamsburg, which at the time, I mean, it's still out of this world, but it just sat there. It was just this derelict, cool, old relic. And I never, we never knew what it was. Uh-huh. And we'd walk by and you could look over this fence. And then, of course, in the back had this beautiful carriage house. Okay. Because it's mm-hmm. that old of a place. Sure. So like, that's its own building. So it was just like, oh, shit. And then um, we were just talking about it one day. And it was the um, Cal who owned Rye, the chef and owner of Rye. Yep. He would go, because he moved into Williamsburg in the... 90s so he knew of the abbey he was like i used to go to the abbey he's the one who told me it was like the og gay bar sure and you go get in fist fights with polish guys because they're like what are all these dudes doing in here and you're like you guys don't know you don't know where you're at right now or you do and you you want to yeah. like give me a nice tight hug i am but on, i'm fight not me. i'm not fight me it's that it's that kiss from the nazi and uh, right, yeah. just uh american on beauty yes exactly that kiss. uh and I, we were talking i was talking about it and he was like oh yeah that's just this local person they basically filled this three-story building with stuff mm. like this family and they owned this and they're like the weird New York people that just exist and have money and somehow yep. get money from existing. And sure. they filled that whole building full of shit, just like this school, like boxes of stuff. Like, you want a box of posters? Cool. You know, it's the fucking uh, a Deftones poster and then, you know, doo-wop records. And they just filled it full of crap. And then they moved into the carriage house. Oh, oh, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, so full of crap. Yep. They were like, "Well, we'll retreat because our own eccentricities have defeated us in this house. Mm-hmm. We need to circle the wagons." That's what would happen to me if I won that billion mm-hmm. dollars the other day. I would have so much worthless. So I don't need a oh my Bentley God, yeah. or a. Mazier, I don't need a fancy car, but the amount of Washington's hair that I would own. <laughs> oh, shit, right. oh god. Oh god. I'd light my and cigars I'd with it. it. Book. Oh my god. Be my bookmark. Um I was no, gonna say, I'm the they're... same way because a collector, comic book guy, yeah. cards, like I love like I have to fight so hard with mm, myself. I know what you mean that desire because it's like i'll see something and there's these beautiful recreations there's this book called uh tashchen it's a publisher basically they it's the nerdiest thing in the world they do killer boutique books 
What is that? Oh, oh. Like just beautiful designer books. The sleeve, everything is art. You take the dust cover off and inside and out. Every piece, every corner of it is like expertly designed. So Ash got me a book. It's just called Horror Movies. So it's just about horror movies. And it's beautiful pictures. And just enough for old cement head JP boys. Just enough info to keep you hooked, and then you turn the page to another beautiful picture. Ah, lovely. Just nice little nuggets, huh? Recreated, like, the first... It's recreated the first 20 issues of Amazing Spider-Man and Fantastic Four in these giant books. So, in my nerdy, you know, threads, it's just like these guys unboxing these books. I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I need to read Spider-Man 7 again. I see that. You don't need that book. You do not need that book. You don't need that book. Your wife doesn't want to look at that book. Your daughter certainly will never want to look at that book. And you'll be too precious to- But I need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see that with Greg Stone. He just had a big uh, unboxing of a Galactus figure yesterday for like an hour. I was like, oh, Greg- that's so awesome. It's like three feet tall. It's I know. The size it's beautiful. The, it's taller than his child. Yes. Like, I've seen those unboxings, too, and I went, oh, wow, that's so cool. I could buy that, and then I'd be divorced. I could sleep next to it, I guess, if I spent the money for that in the space. I saw, for that. I saw our buddy Vince Averill. He just put up, I'm like, what's happening to us? He just put up his entire lot. Of vintage wrestling pins on eBay. Oh, no shit. Oh, and well. if anybody knows Vince, he's host of uh, We Watch Wrestling, so that yeah. dude's got a fucking collection. But I'm sure something came down and he's just like, I can't Unless do it anymore. Wearing a it. robe full of all of your pins. Like, yeah. you gotta, that's how I am now. I have to be equally as crazy. In the opposite. Right. Because if I'm like, if I'm going to spend $300 on a beautiful recreation of the first 25 issues of the Fantastic Four, you better read that shit every single day. It better inspire you you to make your own comic. Exactly. And I'm like, "Eh, you know what? It does inspire me. I can read it digitally for free. Oh, right, right. Or in one of the many other forms that I own it. You don't need the sexy book. Mm. The uh, But you I, do. But you do. You do. I was thinking of uh, what you were talking about with that New York family building. So I saw this bill gathering all this shit. I saw this dry as a fucking English biscuit play a few years ago as Arthur Miller. Not surprisingly, it's oh. not put. It's, it's genius. I will say that on the underlying level. Sure. But there's a reason you see his other plays more. It's called The Price. <laughs> it had... It's a deep cut. This is the B-side, It's B a B-side, side, exactly. Uh, it had Danny DeVito was in it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Sold. Sold? Uh, uh, the guy who played the detective with mental illness. OCD detective. Sh- Tony Shaloub. Ah, so gotcha. DeVito, Monk. Shaloub, it had Monk. Monk. It had Monk, and then from what Meg tells me... Uh, also Wings. Uh, wings. Uh, Mon- wings. I know him from Wings. Uh, 
it had playing a very questionable character now could he tony shalhoub as a italian get away playing oh good point no the answer is no a middle eastern person Uh, the interesting against shalhoub you can't have come on you're gonna have something against Shalhoub? That's an insane thing to ha- say. And he was also in Quick Change. If you've never seen Quick Change, I haven't played a very Quick Change is a great. I only ever saw it because Ash watched it. It's written and directed by Bill Murray. Okay. So it's him, Gina Davis, and Randy Quaid. Oh, you the fuck! I can't picture that. I can picture that cover. Like the back of my oh, goddamn yeah. And neck. they rob a bank, and then the whole movie is them desperately trying to get out of New York City. Yes. As Jason Robards Ooh, tries to great. arrest them. Nice. But they have a, there's a, a hot Tony Shalhoub, maybe his first appearance, but. Ooh, Tony Shalhoub rookie get, card? Tony Shalhoub rookie card. Racist? A little, probably. He plays your classic, like, oh, no, ah, jeez, oh, no. Oh, bluff, Tony, bluff, and just like gibberish talk. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's good work if you can get it. There's a fine sure, line. Could Tony Shalhoub play that part? Yes, we all know he can because he's mm-hmm. a good actor. And I don't, you know, is it, are we now in a time where it just makes more sense to cast somebody that fits the part? Sure, because yeah. we all know it's always been the case that the most talented people are are also the people that are probably never discovered. So there's certainly somebody mm-hmm. of that background. If the, Was he from, like, Kajibiwa, though? Was he even a real person? Was he Balky or something? Or what did he have an actual backstory? Balky-ish. So then, very yes, Balky-ish. he should be able to play it. Because if he's... It's an insane... Then that writer should go to fucking get put yeah. in the box for a while. Get put in the ham hocks or the string ho- Whatever sure. it is with your well, I mean, Bill Murray is stockades. in the right now. <laughs> yes, he is. He is a uh, big fucking surprise. He's an asshole. Oh, are, are you kidding me? Like, everybody thought that no. was so endearing for so long. And now you're like, well, he was a jerk when he but saw he my French fry. My wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but you're right. Like, I, I'm, I side with you. Let young Tony Shalhoub, fresh out of fucking Improv 101, yeah. show up. Play the part, because if you were to cast someone from Azerbaijan right. as a fucking cab driver, they have enough human dignity to be like, I'm not that doesn't gonna make s- yeah. do BB bop, oh yeah, no, everything's so, so scary to me. Yeah, They're like, no, either write a, a taxi driver that has a agency and a, a life as a character, or give it to this dickhead who's fucking... Eating bananas like he's a Muppet. Like, oh, look at him. He's doing, look at his bit. That's old banana guy. The, uh, you know what's interesting? I go to a lot of special clubs around the city. <laughs> and the interesting trope of that um, Middle Eastern cab driver, 95% of the people I know at one point were cab drivers. And yeah. 94.4% of them fit that stereotype in zero ways you know what i mean right yeah it's very interesting so it is not on shalhoub for that part oh no it's on the writer for murray. being totally murray hanging on the murray clan murray. i yeah, want it, all of it's them it's on yeah it's it's on the writer for not 
for taking the easy, easier, softer way, if you will. Easy bit. It's easy, easy bit. bit. So Shalhoub, you know, he was fine. Nowadays, it just makes more sense to write a realistic character because writing a stereotypical character is just, it's been done. It's been done. It gets a bit. Now, it gets a laugh. You get a you get the hot laugh where you do the gibberish and people go, oh man, he was that crazy cab driver in something. Are we going back to a time when it's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm in hot water if I make this person from here. I'm in hot water if I make sure, them a man. Yeah. I'm in hot water if I make them a woman. I'm in hot water if I give them this characteristic. Are we going back, Mork and Mindy? Are we going aliens sitcoms? Oh, we got to. We have to. Let's do it. And old men are babies, and babies are old men. Yep. Up is down, black is white. Just go, let's just go back to theater of the absurd. Let's take a cue I from think you fucking have to. Beckett and just you go bananas to. cuckoo pants. And no one can get offended, although people will try their well, goddamn yeah. hardest. I just saw a bit. Uh, uh, Did you put a dress on a dog? Right. You sexualize dogs? Mark my Norman. dog is my child. If you don't follow Mark Norman on Instagram, oh, do so. Beautiful. Uh, he's fan. He's he's one of my favorite comedians. He mm-hmm. uh, is a great follow on Instagram because you can consume all his media, his specials and albums and stuff, and you're gonna get a clean, tight Mark Norman. And there's nobody cleaner and tighter. But he has Look, he's a beaten classic. the system because what he does at all his shows is. Take a little chunk of crowd work at the end, like, hey, give me a topic, let's talk about it. Fucking smart as attack, this sharp as attack, this dude. Um, but there's the last bit. Go follow him on Instagram. He uh, he has a heckler. Apparently, he does a joke about sex work where he supports sex work or makes a fucking joke. Yeah. And this woman's like, uh, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, what? Did somebody just boo me? And she's like, indeed, I did, you piece of shit. Indeed, I did. And he just fucking eviscerates her because he and he makes the only point he needs to make. He goes he goes off in a fun direction. But the only point he needs to make is like, you're fucking not the good guy here. This is a comedy show. You think you're You're not willing to accept context. So get the fuck out of here. But he does it in a way only Mark Norman. Well, and can. that's the thing, like Bark no- Mark Bark Norman. Mark, Mark Norman. Mark That's, that's that, your I, character. That's what he'll play it when he owes us I'm doing dog jokes because that's all I can do. Call me Bark Norman. That's not a bad bit. If I worked at SNL, Actually, I'd, I'd right. pitch it yeah. to him. Oh, I would float that one. Yeah. Um No, but he's just a classic, like he does a great just tight setup punchline, boom. Boom, boom, boom. So I, I can only imagine the joke was like, yeah, I support sex work. I support it every night for 20 bucks or exactly. whatever. You know what I mean? That's, it's just yeah. very classic, streamlined, one-two punch. Yes. And for someone to be like, you support human trafficking <laughs> by making a joke about it. <laughs> I fucking... There's uh, drink wanna... another Bud Light and yeah. shut the fuck up, shut dude. The... Just don't, just don't. I you mean, paid for this. It what it does is it it just truly man! it's that whole fucking gluten aspect in restaurants. Don't fucking water down sure. the actual things that people should rightfully be offended by by fucking sure. taking your offense to the restaurant. Don't be fuck. Don't make some asshole. Who actually has a gluten allergy, uh, 
you know, the waiter go, yeah, fucking gluten allergy. Sure, I fucking get it every fucking two fucking customers with these ladies on the Upper West Side. Yeah, gluten allergy. You just heard it on The View. And so this poor asshole who's gonna shit out his colon because he has gluten, <laughs> Who actually has celiac like, disease. He can't even touch the pan. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it, dude. And sure, sure. He's fucking... Uh, Throat in the same fryer that has fried gluten, just hot gluten, basically. Just fucking, yeah, just, I, what I want you to do is I want you to clean that fryer into the other fryer. I'll tell him, I'll tell him it's going to take a minute. We have to, and I want so much gluten in that fucking thing. Yeah, don't fucking water down. And well, that's it's, my it's thing interesting. Of- There's so many, it's election time. Oh, of uh, course. Hot. Uh, hot I, takes. Oh, it's a hot. I'm getting hot. The elections were yesterday. We're recording today. We're, I think we're releasing today. Anyways, there's a, a few measures on my ballot in New York that are just like, you fucking tools. If you have to make me vote on a measure that you have to write this down and it's not common sense mm-hmm. that you should be inclusive because you're not making any realistic changes. You're not showing oh, no prosecutorial action. You're not showing any action. You're just presenting me that you want to write in this addendum that this should be an equal. I'm just like, you fucking turds. You are so spineless that you're not going to take the action to fucking write it down. So you're going to hire your own fucking person and have counsel and it's going to cost us a hundred million dollars for you to write down what we already know you should have written down have done it, it should is... i already thought it was a, a law exactly i already treated it as such i hate that fucking yeah i'm at the back of the room i haven't done because i know it a rat can smell a motherfucking rat in the fucking ratty room i know you you got lucky enough to be fucking elected, and I know you didn't do your fucking homework oh, yeah. until, oh shit, fuck, election, Hans, coming at me, oh, yeah. ah, fuck, can I, just, no, 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 put my name on it, 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 and oh shucks, I sure did it, I signed up, and I, I signed the bill for caps on soda. That was me, <laughs> not caps on how much is sold. Physically, I re-signed the law that says you have to have a cap on the soda. Keep your cap on the soda. It's a sugary beverage. It's sticky, my friends. I don't want it on my. That sneakers. was me. I am. I the first one to say, stick. No way. I'm, That's my campaign. Stick. No way. I am a. I'm a human stick because the I'm a stickler. Brought- to me for the stick so much just the worst disdain i uh i had to support we have a governor who's running her name's kathy hochel who is so fucking and yes everybody listening you're can instantly hit with the argument they're all crooks and yeah whatever she is just she wears it on her fucking forehead so it's just at least give me at least give me a fucking wink and a nod like she is just so on her face like i'm doing like she's like both here's what they're doing that makes me so crazy in this city is they both ran hard on crime and none of them neither of them i should it, she won that's the democrat and i voted for her i'll put it out there i voted for her because i believe 
I, I just, I, I, the whatever. I hate that term, lesser of two evils. Let, <laughs> let me get get me out of the picture. They're both sure. like crime in this city is outrageous, and they want to make crime worse. And I'm gonna, but none of them, not a fucking, not a milla chunk of action nor plan was set in what? place on their website. It's fucking as hollow as 90% of the people I had to fucking look at in my ballot that were running unopposed in two parties. It was Tony Galoob for the Democratic Party Galoob. versus Tony, Tony Galoob of the Working Families Party. Nobody else. And I was like, in fucking Queens District 12, 100,000 people, All nobody takes, like... decided to fucking go... I don't, and the, this was, again, this was, these were Democrats. I think it was eight Democrats that were running unopposed in my district. And I was just like, this is disgusting. So I Could wrote we in Lindsay Megan as a, yes. An R? Yeah. Well, no, don't a run hard me as an R? R. Just run me as a Megan's Knight. As the, you know. A hard M? Uh, I'm going to run Megansian? it as a hard M. I'm serious. Because if you flip that M, it's I say I've been on this. Oh, I've been on this manager. wagon for years. I'm bringing back the wigs. Yeah. Let's bring oh. back the wigs. You're not talking no nothings. Wigs were pre no nothings. No, I want to no, make that no. clear. You're not a. I'm talking. You're not wigs. a Fillmore man. Or we could just flip it. Migs, Migs, oh, the, the Migs party. I like it. And Mig isn't. We isn't, love movies, but we a, hate them all. Isn't a Mig like a type of jet plane? That's a MIG. Oh, that's a MIG. a MIG. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Russian. Carrying water for Putin. This MIGs party. Oh, wait. MIGs is a Russian plane? It's MIGs, yeah. They're Russian. They're uh, so, they I were Soviet-era fighter planes. So we'll make them the MIGs. You vote for the MIGs. MIGs, exactly. Get it? I'll take Death, their money, the, though. My opponent I'll take that is Russian a MIG. We're a MIG. We're a MIGOs. Of course, I lost him with that great bit. Sorry, guys. Putin's listening. He heard us talking about it. He's in. I was We're crushing Migs. I was crushing Migs versus it. Migs. I was on the stump trail. I was going, they're a Mig. I'm a Mig. We're all amigos. Vote for amigos. Vote for Migs. Vote for Migs. Yes. But done, on, dude. On, done. I hate it's hard to transition in all seriousness, though. Why the fuck not? Why would I oh, no, not fucking put my name like because there was nothing unique about these individuals? I did I, I do my minimal amount of work the day before <laughs> and looking still. at people's websites and seeing their platforms, and there was no reason why the certain variations I had to what they they're Democrats so. I was a little more conservative in some points, a little more extreme on some points. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to bring that to the fucking table. So you might see Amigs in fucking 2024, bitch. I got it. I have to, I've had this I think I need to be a lawyer to be. There's some court courty. I don't know if I do. No. Could you see me the on court the state court? The court of public opinion, dude. I, think I, I am Supreme Court justice in that regard, not in any informational or law relation, but the only thing I need to get are those ten thousand names. Can we manufacture that in some way? I can. You can fucking go to the cemetery. Ah, uh, yes, we got it. God, done. got it. There's a great cemetery down the road. Too. If you're running, 
I'm your man and nothing but corp. Corpse bride, that, that's what you're... What do nothing I need to say about signatures. this conversation we just said? This was off the record, by the way, everyone. Off the record. We're off the record. This is Don't not I'll sue a you planning meeting Because you or guys anything. know I'm a lawyer running. Yeah, I am as well a lawyer. We're both lawyers. And I'm not running, so I have nothing but time. You're running. That's my... Some you know in in high school when like Make, people were running they're like the this treasurer. is my running mate and everybody's like yeah but <laughs> there is no such thing you're like ah it's boring ah, alone <laughs> it's lonely at the top <laughs> oh god I'm uh, such I a had sad, this note I, oh go ahead go ahead for a while and I was just like what a funny I was like oh, I'll save it because now it's election but it was just the idea of. Can we I feel like the Kennedy as a brand has yeah. fallen out. Can we bring him back? Can we could I could we franchise Kennedy? You think that's Lindsay Megan's Kennedy? Oh, well, all right, so there is a Kennedy in Pontsatucky, Louisiana or Too something. Too thin. Too thin. What do you we need a fat Kennedy? What do you mean? No, I'm just saying it's the connection's so thin. Well, it's not even really a real connection. I say lean into '60s. Let's bring it back. The brand. I want you're, the brand. You're saying skinny tie, nice suit, comb over, sharp oh, wit, yeah. bad back, bad back. Of course, gotta have a bad back. I because you're carrying the Meigs party on it. Yeah, your back is breaking. Bring back Camelot. Which That's is all I'm so. Saying. Do you know where that term Camelot? I'm reading this great book. I highly recommend it. It's just. It's of course it's my wheelhouse. It's or I actually just finished it. It's um, it's just called Dead Presidents, and it's this guy that fucking goes through some aspect of every president's death, perceived death, a monument. It's fascinating, and it and it has cool. a whole chapter on Kennedy. And uh, did you? First of all, this is an amazing bit. The Eternal Flame was not eternal at the beginning because Jackie Kennedy wanted it done so quickly that they were like, Ooh, this shoddy. is not a thing we can just do. Uh, all right. So you want a bonfire? Anybody guarding the eternal flame, you need a government issue lighter in your pocket. And so they just have to, <laughs> it's serious. They just have to constantly keep lighting it. Also, the eternal flame is going to run out in like 2020 something. And they have to put in like a Sounds whole new about system. Right. Yeah. Sounds but that's why you got to bring right. Kennedy back. You're on the polls. That's what I'm saying. You buy the dip. We're buying the dip. Kennedy stock, low. Low stock. That movie Blonde came out. He don't uh, look too good in that movie. Uh, it hit him hard. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think. I haven't watched it, but, yeah, but I saw a clip where Joe DiMaggio punches her in the face. So I, I assume JFK is not very that much nicer to her. Yeah, well, here's If we're going to drag people through the mud- well, here's the thing, Casey. Though I've I drank the the high the JFC. I drank the Kool Aid long Ooh, enough. The JFC. All right. I done. That's what we're giving out at campaigns. John Fitzgerald Christ. I want, but what like I see, but what it's I JFC. mean though is his brand is is what it is. Let's bring back a. Let's bring. Let's make. Let's not take the easier, softer way. Want to bring back Joe? Joe Biden. I'm a Joe Kennedy man. Oh, bring back the, the, the pops. <laughs> bring back the Nazi supporter. The Hitler yes. apologist. <laughs> that would be harder. The absolute documented rapist. He really liked Lindbergh. 
Yeah. And he, also Hitler, but whatever, man. Who cares? If you look up... So did a lot of people, if you, man. If you look up wrong <laughs> choices Kennedy, man. in fucking the dictionary. <laughs> My little, little flag. The fact that he fucking... Run, Joe, run. Oh, run, Joe, man. run. Are you he wanted to talking run for about president. Joseph Kennedy? He, yes, I am. Hitler got him good. He really genuinely thought he would run for president when he was ambassador to England. And then he fucking backed the wrong fucking horse, my friend. Yeah, they had won, though. Yeah. We'd have had a Kennedy in the White House. <laughs> the Maybe JK all day. JK all day. Wait, JK well, how all did, day. How did old... How did... I was about to diminish <laughs> Hitler and call him old age, which is so wrong on every fucking level, especially considering... You gotta call him old age. Uh... uh I don't know if Hitler was too fond of the Irish. No, of course not. I don't think he had a soft spot for the old eyes. Nobody likes the Irish. I do. (laughs) I am Irish. (laughs) But in that era, you know what I mean? Uh, No, in that era, of course I know. I'm I'm hanging you out to dry. I'm kidding. Of course. They are totally fucking. Oh, the Roman eye? The worst. Love me them Irish, though. Bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Hitler has thrown you under that panzer tank. You know, hey, Joe, you're... shake my hand. Yeah, the Irish, Hitler was like, I don't need to worry about the Irish because the guys I'm fighting are already taking care of the Irish. He likes the Irish because he wanted them to revolt against the Empire while the war was happening. That's why he was fucking teaming up with the Canadians. Well, no, he didn't team up with the Canadians, but they sure... What was that telegram? The... Oh, Z- right. Zviflin? The... Start with a Z. There was a telegram, famous telegram, that got intercepted, but there's conspiracy through it that it was actually created by the American government to get the United States more more involved in the war. It was not Zapruder, but it was a telegram between the Nazis and uh, Mexico that was like, dude, you join us, you probably get all that land back that they stole from you. Which is not not the... Not a bad pitch. Not a bad pitch at all. Um... Also, yeah, but I'm sure cool that combo. came that came right off the fucking desk of FDR. <laughs> tell Signed tell Adolf to fight us. DR. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I didn't write that. That's what they called him at the frat house. He was a crazy collector, by the way, like a like a hoarding collector because he was the first guy to envision his own legacy in. As itemized. So he'd be like, like one guy at a dinner true, made like true. a paper mache head of him, like as a joke. And he's like, that's really funny. That's mine now. Save it. I want it for my fucking library. Collection. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's like Elvis. Yes. Is yes. FDR the Elvis of presidents? Um, he was How many TVs fresh. did FDR have? Ugh. The first? Radios. He was the guy standing in he's front of radio. poor radios. <laughs> Hey, FDR, you don't need that many radios. That's a, that's a fallacy you're rich. He coined the wall of sound, man, and sold it to the Beatles. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if you just go back in time and you walk? You're like, wow, I'm going to see FDR. What is that sound? Like, He's got four radios on four different stations. Sitting on a beanbag, listening to Amos and Andy, <laughs> oh, just jamming. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are cut-ups. Oh, God. Yeah. Gracie and Allen. Nothing but comedy, of course. <laughs> oh, all yucks. 
because that's all he deals with all day. He's got to deal with old H. He's pure yucks. Yeah, apparently he was just, they called him Nine Martini. No, they didn't. He drank a lot. Drank Is like he a, a Nine Martini the weenie? The they called him Nine Martini weenie. Not to his face, but <laughs> to his back. And that guy was soft and silly. And they're like, we got to get him <laughs> off the administration. You can call him something harder than Nine Martini weenie. Christ. Come on, dude. I got to share a room with this guy when we go to fucking... FDR makes Orlando you roast next him. week. <laughs> FDR's just the fucking office. <laughs> it's just like, I'm the funniest guy in the room. Out of here. Until it's too yeah, until but it's too real. His jokes only revolve around funny novelty blankets that he puts over his withered legs. See this he one? It's throws, my own face. He threw a hot pie in my face because he thought it was funny. Can you But it was so hot? Can you Casey, do a fun little picture of FDR in his wheelchair with his blanket draped over him, but his blanket has two strong muscular legs stitched <laughs> to <laughs> the fabric <laughs> with cowboy boots. Like one of those novelty shirts. Yeah, those novelty yes. shirts. Or it's got a big old like, bulge on it. My boobs aren't normally this big. It's just my shirt. Fuck, don't give FDR a pencil. He's going to do that pretend kind of. Ooh, is that a pencil in my fucking? It's not even supposed to be a pencil. <laughs> don't let him give you the banana. Uh, he's only at eight. Banana. Give him one more. Make him the nine. I need my martini weenie over here. God almighty. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. You, how do we get, where are we? What do we, how do we get? I just said, bring back Kennedy as a brand trademark. Kennedy with three N's. So in the middle, an extra N. So we're not triple N, but I'm just saying it's diminished. Oh, you're yeah, but it should be. That's where I'm going at. Sure. His behavior. It finally is coming back to catch him and diminish him. Right. I'm saying let's reminish. Somebody like Johnson. <laughs> hashtag reminish. Let's bring it. Let's bring somebody back. I was gonna say bring back Carter, but I gotta tell you, snooze fest, man, snooze fest. Yeah, man. How many houses can I you know. watch a man build? At least Johnson had some fucking bite to him. You know what I mean? And he give me wow. those solar panels, and you promised the UFO dossiers, and you didn't deliver, yeah. dude. You didn't deliver. I, he got skunked by Reagan. A big skunk. Big skunk. Well, t- truly, you know, he got skunked by Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy fucking softened his brand and then had to step away That's and left him a fucking sitting target for fucking pre, pre-soft-brained Reagan, who was fucking... If you, as much as you can despise a man... It's sometimes it's fun to see a man have people eaten out of their hands. You know what I mean? Holy shit. That That's guy. why I'm taking Kennedy back because fucking he also skunked in 68. The Prairie Gentleman. Hot. Hot. He was coming in hot. You coming after Nixon. RFK? No, no, no. Uh, Joe, oh, the the boozy one. Seven Martini Weenie Kennedy. Oh, Fat Kennedy. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the, before he broke his... Oh, before he broke someone else. I'm talking back. about his baby bro. Yeah, yeah, that guy. The Lion of the Senate, as we call him. Oh, yes, as all, yes. That fucking guy. Turd. Skunker. He skunked everyone, and then he skunked himself. 
I'm taking it back. Kennedy back. So you're not taking him back. You're blaming him. You're putting it all on him. him. I'm standing on his shoulders to get over. Yeah, his soft, supple, fat rum. Yeah. Just glistening (laughs) with plump plump alcohol, (laughs) just soft and just hasn't gotten off his seat in a while. Oh, those purple veins on his body. He's like Baron Harkonnen. (laughs) He's so soft. Oh, man, I just saw something. Not him, but he, I mean, the fact that he got anywhere. The pickle of the Senate, I tell you. Yeah, ooh, take it easy, man. I'm coming. I'm Hans. You got to tamp me down because I'm. You're the, for, I'm you're the you first guy to try and raise a brand. I'm by your breaking Steve it Bannon. down. I need. Yeah, you are my Steve Bannon. <laughs> Steve Bannon is uh, that guy is not afraid of just looking Fucking. like a Lowe's employee. Let me just tell you that. Like mm-hmm. he is just not a like Steve Bannon is a wildly wealthy, influential man. But if I saw him any time and did a quick look, I'd say, did I play softball with that guy? Like, yeah. he just is so fucking... You want to know the crazy thing about fucking Steve Bannon? A lot of his money? That dude owns a piece of Seinfeld. Uh, mm. He got Seinfeld cash. That makes uh, a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you, you are allowed to say and do whatever the fuck you want. If oh, you man. get that old fat check from Netflix for Seinfeld. Doesn't always work. Captain Oz, he got fucking skunked by Oh, that's true. By a dude I... in a hoodie, which is like I don't uh, mind and it. And sweats. I'll take it. I'll I want take sweats a man in the in White House. I I do. I I mean I, he it took a lot of flack, but, uh, but it's amazing how just trollish we are as a people that we're like yeah, stroke. No, and there Listen. wasn't like, is he equipped for office? No, they're like, he talks so stupid. It's like, have you been around for the last 30 years? Have <laughs> you him? watched the news? Every motherfucker that's talking is fucking stupid. More people should be fucking stroke victims. You heard it here, and then they talk less. Maybe think more. Hot take. I'm running District 12. <laughs> District 12. Everyone who serves stroke. Salty have foods. One. Pistachios. Either in office or before. <laughs> a pistachio in everyone's cabinet and a fucking fridge full of Dr. Peppers in every man's garage fridge. Every man a king stroke victim. Oh. <laughs> uh, what else? It's just now you said Fetterman. That's all I can think about. It's like, and he never left his garage. No, I mean. He's Zoom calling into the Senate. Fetterman took it. What else happened election-wise? Same old shit. It's going to a runoff yeah, in nothing. Georgia. Big fucking Probably, surprise. Yeah. Uh, oh, South Dakota did not pass the old, old oh, did they tootie fluty weedo. No. <sighs> North and South Dakota. Mm. Thumbs down. That's what Ash and I were talking about this morning. We're like, how you fools did you not? Because South Dakota's the skunk. Why wouldn't they skunk North Dakota and tell North Dakota, hey, man, we're totally going to not. And then vote yay and just steal all their money. You're looking for a Dakota civil, aren't you? I'm I'm getting a Dakota seven. Would you go back? Would you go back and fight? We're South South Dakota. We don the gray. 
I got the heat. It'd be yeah, a lot man. of explaining to do with the gray. Be like, no, no, no. <laughs> Dakota <laughs> gray. <laughs> Dakota like gray. One of those old Western photographs at Deadwood. It's like, why is he sporting the old Johnny Reb? Hat? Why did he choose gray? Like, you're like, you're going through but the it, closet. You're like, nope. It one. has a Yankees logo on it. I don't know what he's doing. He's a real he's mixed up up fella. <laughs> he's not playing a bugle in the battle. He's playing a recorder. <laughs> he's a piccolo man. That would, and maybe that's what this country needs. We talk about a great purge, getting everything out. Maybe it doesn't need sure. to be countrywide. Maybe we micro it down from the whole macro sure argument. It does. Make it Dakota versus Dakota, D and D, North versus South, DVD. Let's get it yeah. out there for the whole country. Bloodiest fucking battle you ever saw, and the percentages are going to be Mary. wild because there's not a lot of people. So it'll be like they lost ninety percent of their population. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> The entirety of Fargo is gone. Yeah. Well, some of them left, but uh, you... no, but it's like what you're talking about. Like when you're looking at your ballot in Queens and you're like, wow, there are eight people that are just one just or two exist. degrees off center. Yeah. We need a handful of fucking weirdos to just go. Yeah, no, fuck it. Well, that's the thing. And they'll win. Some of them will win. People. I, I guess are not thinking the way we're thinking because, yes, every four years you get, especially in L.A. and especially in New York, sure, you get yeah. a heavy slot of cuckoo bananas that run for oh, of course, mayor yeah. and governor and Senate because those are Cause like, they don't have to move. Yeah. But if I'm running for District 12 State House representative that's only been represented by the same fucking person for the last fucking four terms, I can come out fucking just to be like, fuck, dude, what are we doing here? Can we just just be bored of checking that name by the ballot? Don't you have Just to wake people up. Just shock them. You mean all you're going to do is smoking in bars. You said it. You're the smoking in bars guy. And everybody's be like, man, our bars stink like fucking cigarettes. I'm not voting for him again. But you made your mark. Yeah. You gave, people thought about it. They walked in and went, you know what? Yeah, he's not that bad. But yeah, that fucking smoke in that bar, though. Hmm. I just... All the schools have good lunches now, but... Fucking smoking that bar though, like just you're at smoky least smoky the whole block. <laughs> you're just sweaty. At least you're sweaty at the ballot box. That's all I want from yeah. anybody. Yeah, strokes. Smoking a bar, strokes. Pro stroke. There you go. And I'll Pro have stroke. the strokes play at my <laughs> at my what is it? Win win <laughs> party. I'm so dumb. What happens when you win? What's no, the, the strokes only play if you lose. Oh, because yeah, the yeah 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 play if I win. There you go. You skunk the strokes because you win. You got to talk. You got to let us know. I, I'm fucking in because I think these people would be so confident that they wouldn't even, because let's all be honest yeah. as podcast partner and listeners, <laughs> it would not take much for somebody to take this podcast out of context. Oh my God. Of course. <laughs> Do it now. I dare you. Yes. But- I, I just said I'm pro Joseph Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about it is, I think that these people are so comfortable that they wouldn't even bother to take the beautiful 
pluckings, the beautiful Christmas goose that I've laid on you the gotta listen door, to it all, baby. And they would just be like, no fucking way anybody's going to vote for this guy. But meanwhile, I'm door to door fucking you think I'm a brush salesman, but I'm not. And I'm going to remember hey, your uncle's name and I'm going to remember, you know, I'm going to remember, you know, that Tony had a brain tumor and. Yeah, man, me and Tony and Uncle Kev down at the Abbey, it was fine, man. Yeah. Also, here's a brush. I'll, I brought one you didn't pay for. I'll continually be pretending to take drinks as I pour it into my oversized boot. <laughs> to the plants. <laughs> <laughs> just one big boot that's just sloshing, <laughs> sloshing around from bar to bar. They're like, Why does that smell like that a That guy a smoked bucket. a lot of cigarettes, but... Man, he could drink like a motherfucker. <laughs> you, you keep putting your cigarettes out in your boot, though, so you're drawing attention to your giant boots. <laughs> They're like, that guy's tough as nails. He keeps putting smokes out on his ankle. <laughs> He's got whiskey in his shoe. This guy's nuts. Oh, man. Every man a king, every boot, every boot Full a drink. Drinks you shouldn't have. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of insanity, and we can table it because I'm going to put it as joy work if you haven't seen it yet. Have you watched the documentary Killer Sally on Netflix? No, yet? you texted us. We, uh, right. I, it's on our docket for today. I'm going to then table it for everyone out there. Perfect. We will put it on the docket for next week. It is on the level of what was that crazy documentary I watched like five years ago that continued our conversation for like six months about the the guru oh who, right the sex guru guy was yeah. his name oh, megan his name may have been megan i think his name might have been megan this is on that but he's level like a failed like, actor that's yeah. a bodybuilder that he made his I mean, followers build him a dance studio and perform for him and carry yes, him around exactly. in a chair yeah i think his name was like meg megan's or something <laughs> <laughs> i'm running him for the queen seventh well, he's disappeared. Let me tell you that. Maybe I'll pull him out. Of He'll obscurity. reappear. That'll be how I run. Like I'm. He's gonna. He's gonna reappear to sign I'm your putting his 10, ass in signatures. Um, I have ten thousand signatures, and all of them are cult leaders or serial killers. And ignore Put the me fact that thirty percent of them's first and/or last names are Megan's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so so we're tabling that. Have you seen the new film All Quiet on the Western Front? German foreign No, film. I'm the, gonna table that, but I'm only tabling that as not a wildly exciting comical conversation we have. You can just table that. We can even talk. It is guys, gals. I everyone. didn't even know they were doing. A I new didn't version either. of it. I love that fucking book. It is. I do too. It is so hauntingly well made and acted across the board. If it doesn't cross some kind of barriers to get awards i'd be wildly surprised it's just they made an all quiet on the western front it was very pop it was a mm -hmm. a famous movie in the, in the 30s 40s or 30s 30s yeah. 40s um and it's of its time right this one mm -hmm. is fucking true blue to the book and fucking remember that movie 1917 mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. movie looks yeah. like a teeny weeny martini weeny to this Ooh. fucking movie it nine is. martini weeny that one Holy guacamole. All right, tabled. I highly recommend that one. But Killer Salary, Sally is joy work for everyone. Um, Which I think what we've been, what we've been, been watching to? some uh, 
Well, we were in, we went to the Hocking Hills for Ashley's birthday. Yes, yes. Happy birthday, um, Ash. Which was fun. So we went down, um, we booked an A-frame cabin, which was awesome. And it's up on this fucking ridge and just looks out over the wilderness. So it's just super magical. And we try to go a couple times a year just mm-hmm. to go. Book the same cabin the or did you try something new each time? This is new. This, okay. is, uh, this is a new one and it was awesome. Cool. So it's that A-frame style sure. cabin. Absolutely. So it just has this huge, beautiful fucking window up in the eaves of the the cabin. Uh-huh. So every morning you just get this crisp sunshine. Beautiful. So we just walk around all day and it was over the course of the blood moon. So the moon was full at like four o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. <clears throat> so it was super fun. And then we went and Ash found this. It's like a. Cause you, did you ever go to Cosmos in the in uh, Black Hills? Yeah. Uh, there's a thing it, there, and Ash was like, "This sounds like that Cosmos." And for no one who knows what Cosmos is, it's like a weird, like you walk through this old building, but then it's like, "Look, Hans is walking on the wall," or like, "Uh oh, I'm on the ceiling." Hold on. Is there a? Is there a town called Cosmos near Watertown? Has a gas station? (laughs) I don't think I've been to your Cosmos. (laughs) There is a, there is, everybody who knows, knows, when you drive from Watertown to Minneapolis on a certain route that you're eventually going to hit, what's that town that has a South American name? Is it Ecuador? Montevideo. Montevideo. There's a town called Cosmos that has a gas station, a strip joint, and a diner. Yeah. Yes. No, you're totally right. right. Yep, I know exactly. So I've been to that Cosmos. I haven't been to the oh. majestic one where you walk on the ceiling. Continue. Yeah, all, go, all the strippers. It's a visual effect where the strippers look like they're on the ceiling, but you're actually on the floor. Is that a good look for a stripper? Upside down. Never like, seen it. <laughs> there should be. It should be like, I'm walking through this fant- MC Escher painting. Hey, there's a naked woman. Fantastic. Because if I look... My, the way my meat on my jowls sits, if I'm upside down, it makes me want to throw up in my own nose. It's because just the way it hangs oddly. It's like my face. I look like Hannibal, like that guy that cuts off his own face after too many loots. <laughs> so a woman. Let's do upside man, down strip club. I love it. Sold. I don't know about an upside down. I, I don't. So women, we've talked about this many times and it's. It just is what it is. Uh, people have their own specific preference, but from an artistic point of view, the feminine shape is quite magnificent, mm-hmm. and yeah. the male shape is quite less so. Less so. Let's end with that. So, I but I wonder if everything's equalized when it's upside down, because things just don't hang right. You know, a. Uh, you know the Ooh. you know that you might be getting better looks if my shit's hanging upside down. You're what like, do you mean? hey, get a you get a back look view. at him. So you get to see <laughs> the undercarriage. You're like, ooh, I never thought I get to see the underside of his balls. That's where a tattoo nice chode goes. on that. That's guy. where carpe diem goes. Carpe on one, diem on the other, and then carpe rectum. You know where that's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but female like women. Uh, where am I going with it? An upside down breast. What was happening still, here? All right, still we're works. in Cosmos. 
I, my mind is. I yeah, I sidetracked us. So there's a thing in the Black Hills. It's called Cosmos, <laughs> and you walk through it. Okay, and it's designed to be like, whoa, Hans, you walked on that path, but it looks like you're walking on the wall. Okay, and it's just this sort of the way it's designed. You go, whoa. Okay, so they have a place like that. And Ash was like, do you think Harvey would like it? And I was like, no, nah, I don't think she will. So we ended up doing this like rope course, which is funny that we're talking about Upside Down Strip Club. Okay. Because we had the gear you would need for Upside Down Strip Club. Sure. So we're like driving through the hills and hollers and we get up to the place. And you can rent ATVs. So it kind of looks like a... a um, like an abandoned car lot because there's just random cars and ATVs and things. Okay. And then there's a big sign that says check-in. So we're like, okay, that's probably where we got to be. And then up on this hill is this crazy scaffolding metal thing, which is the rope course. Okay. So we go in and, you know, it's like any great horror movie. It's really dusty. All the doors are open. And it kind of looks like it's been abandoned, but it's a, a open right marker board with weird shit written on it. Sure. And there's just a bunch of kids hanging out out front. And we walk in, and there's just this fucking dumb dad in his t-shirt and his shorts, and he's leaning up against this glass case that's full of like pamphlets or something. Uh -huh. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. We gotta check in. And he's just like, yeah, we've been waiting for like a half hour. I was like, okay, cool. You could have said hello. You right. could have said anything other than the passive aggressive way of telling us you're first. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. I get it. You're in front of me in this fake line that we don't have. And he's like, we've been waiting a half hour. I'm like, okay, cool. We were a little bit late. So we're like, fantastic. We ended up not having to wait with this wait guy. Wait a half family. hour. Yeah. Sucks for you. Uh, so <laughs> the guy comes in and he was the sweetest guy. But he looked like he could have been one of my brothers, but he was just so – he was like Christopher Lloyd in Taxi. This is like the guy that works there. The guy that the guy we were waiting on. Okay. So you walk in and he's just like very like Michael Richards-ian. Like Michael Richards with a beard. He's just like – and of course his hair is kind of blown back. Sure. And I'm like – Shit, this rope co course must be intense. This guy's this beard guy's and hair are like, he's been screaming for a half an hour. And he just walks in and is like, oh. We're like, hi. Do you work here? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, okay. So he just has that moment of like, where do I begin? And we're yeah, like, talk about the uh, they were here first. They were here first. Clearly. So talk to them. So then he's got his harness on and the people that were just on the rope course are getting, taking their harnesses off. And he's like behind the computer. And so it's things where it's like, is this the first time you've seen a computer? Uh, so he just looks at it and he's like, okay, what? <laughs> and we're like, they were, they were here first. Uh, we have a reservation. And then Ash stepped in. It's like Ash, Ash Gehring. It's under this reservation. He's like, okay. So, and you guys, and they're like, we called 20 minutes ago. He's like, oh, did you pay? You know, just, just like, so, like, out of sorts. And he's walking around and then he'll take a moment just to stop. As if he's carrying the weight of the world. Like, I just felt so bad for him because he just 
would like lose track of what he was doing. And I shit you not, Hans, he walks around and we're sitting there. Like no one's yeah. So he his his go to is like, hey man, just please be patient with me. You're like, I'm not. It's been a long day. It's like nobody this is. This dude's having a conversation in his head. Mad at you? No, exactly. You could just see his his gears, gears going, and I could see it in his eyes. He was just like, <sighs> I don't know. Somebody so was he, probably dead in the office. By the way, <laughs> that's exactly like he didn't work there. They they came to rob the safe, right? And his partner's in with the nail file, like, <laughs> cutting the fucking <laughs> dial off the safe. And he's like, well, I've always wanted to own a rope course. I guess I will for an afternoon. This is expensive rope. Uh, so he's just like, okay, so harness, and he's like, he's got to hook the kids up because Harvey right. is just tall enough. And then the other girl with the other group was about Harvey's height. So he's just like, oh. This is like this is real, man. This is real. I gotta hope there are kids yeah, involved. Yeah, shit. So he like is, and he's very sweet and very thoughtful with Harvey, and like, you know, futzing with the leg things and like tightening it. And Harvey just looked him at the looked him in the eye, and she was like, "This is really goofy." And he was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> you're right. This is pretty goofy, man. If you think about it." <laughs> so in the middle of all this. He's trying to get us all, and I, and it's getting my anxiety up because I was like, "Fuck, these are legit harnesses. I don't want my kid falling through yeah, the harness." Yeah, no shit. Yeah, like not only that, I don't want to fall through the harness. Right. Uh, and so he's like halfway through that, and then he just walked over to the cash register, grabs this weird random cup, and goes, takes a big sip, and goes, "Ooh, ooh." <laughs> I was like, "What the." That was some coffee kombucha. Coffee. It's cold. <laughs> he is like Christopher Lloyd. Was it hot? Yes. Hot doc? It was cold. Damn cold. No, it's exactly. It was like this guy. And then thankfully, the other guy that the who couldn't open the safe came out and was like, you got a fucking cool. He's like, I got it. And he just hooked everybody up. And we got all cinched in. And it was really fun and cool, like, to do this crazy fucking rope course. And then Harvey is a fucking mountain goat, so she's like... She's loving it. All right, you guys, get out of my way! Fun! That's I'm awesome. i gonna go. It was cool. But yeah. All right, that guy was cracking me up. I had... After I realized he... I was like, you're either as high yeah. as anyone has ever been, or you just thought this would be a slow Sunday. Right. I, like, I got hit hard, yeah. I'm in the weeds here! Too much creme de mint in that coffee. <laughs> um, I had an experience with a computer guy yesterday. It was like me looking into my Christmas future. I'm sitting at the library. Guy across from me fucking put together. He's probably 60, though. I'm like, hmm, this guy's looks put together, but he's working too hard and he should be retired. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Here we're starting. Sitting across from me. Got... Nine things plugged in, he does. I'm like, all right, that's me. Gotta, gotta get, if you see free sockets, no, you don't fucking. Fill it. You fucking use that Empty juice. socket means you're not working. <laughs> what are you charging? So I look across from him and he's, I'm like, oh, that's me. He's making, he's got his computer open, but he's making physical notes in the notebook. I'm like, that dude's writing with a fountain pen. 
And I almost, thank God I didn't. I almost went, you don't see too many fountain pens. And I'm also <laughs> assessing, and I also want to go, because he's got three fountain pens on the table. And I don't, do, <laughs> three of them? Three of them. Do you know the, the distinct characteristic of a Mont Blanc pen? I don't. I know of, I know. So the distinct characteristic of a Mont Blanc pen is in two places. On the cap, it is like a white six-sided star. So okay. it's like a white emblem, and then if you open it up, the cartridge specific to it has that matching star. And I'm like, oh, this okay. dude's fucking got a nice suit on, hair slicked back a little what? out there, like enough out there to be like, hmm, questionable. And then I'm like, he's at a library working. Again, sockets, nothing but sockets. Yep. Taking notes, I was like, three Mont Blanc pens, that's about $800 worth of pen there pens. to be light, to be... But he's comfortable and $75 worth of plugs over yeah, here. To be, and he's comfortable enough. He's taken a, taken a few trips to the bathroom. He's not worried about his pens. That represents money to me. And mm-hmm, I'm about to go, sure. you don't see a fountain pen. Uh, Mont Blanc? Because I want to be impressive, mm-hmm. right? It's about me, yeah. not him. I know what a Mont of course, Blanc yeah. pen is. Maybe you'll think I <laughs> own one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can I see yours? Left it at home. This is a gel point. Um, anyways... <laughs> This guy, if I didn't think other than the pens, but I can see in my future, me maybe wanting to own some nice pens, but still working at a library, uh, doing my work at a library, he starts going, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you piece of shit, fuck you, <laughs> under his breath, just like that. And that's and when I'm you like, notice that's... he's barefoot. And the cuffs of his pants are soiled. No, he's yeah he with didn't toilet have, water. He didn't have puddle pants on, as we call it. <laughs> uh, no, he was having a conversation with his computer that was acting up, just pure Ooh, under the breath. Game there. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go, and then he'd get up, go to the bathroom. You know, probably splash cold water on his face. And I was just like, "Thank you, Avatar of future me." for showing me <laughs> showing that today me is a good day there are rough days ahead enjoy the ones that aren't so bad Cause you, it's funny you talked about the moon i had a really not to get too into it because i don't want to diminish it but i had a fucking struggle of a week last week oh Jesus i wrote it out right. it was just like every morning i wake up and go mm, it's gonna be a good day and my brain would instantly be like Oh, you think so, You're you lying. piece of shit. And I'm like, hey! <laughs> hey, you! Hey, knock, knock, knock! Hey! Quiet that, down up that there. That came out of nowhere. It's like, no, it didn't. You know it didn't. Think about it. And they'd be like, you're right! <laughs> then I'd be like, tomorrow's going to be a better day. And I'd be like, let's take a breath. And I'd go, <gasps> and it would go, peace. And I'd go, <gasps> and it would go, oh. and I'm just like, <laughs> all right. This just can't be like hey, this. Hey, you! So finally, I got out of a funk, but it was like an unjustified funk because things were going peachy. I was with you. But like, damn, I had. Just a week. A, no, it was like a week ago, like two weeks ago. It's just, I couldn't quiet Can't shake my sometimes. Yeah. brain mm-hmm. when I slept. Like, I couldn't Ooh, yeah. even sleep. Like, I'd be like, okay, I know I slept, but it just had this teleplay in your head that's just like free associated like oh, yeah synapses just going off used to like, be fun to as a just... kid right oh my god i because i'm such a fucking cement head i was like 
Never have vivid dreams. Oh, shucks. Back to bed. And now when I have them, I'm like, it is a curse. (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) What have I done to the gods to do this to my fucking brain? Like, I had this fucking fever dream, nightmare. Like, I was roller skating and got up enough centrifugal force that then I was roller skating with Ash and Harvey, but on water. Okay. So again, fun dream, man. You're just, you're skating. And then when I realized I was on the water, I was like, you're on water. You can't be on water. I immediately started drowning because the fucking roller skates are so heavy. Heavy And then I woke up like kicking my legs. Like I was a fucking mermaid. (laughs) I was like, get out of the water, out of the water. And I was like, okay, it's four o'clock. I guess I'm awake now. When my mind was juicy as a child, I'd be like, I can't wait to go to bed, but not to sleep, because I will Dream. rest my eyes, and I know tomorrow I have, I did not incorporate Snake Eyes in my great G.I. Joe battle, and I will this time. And you know why Snake Eyes is going to be such a great incorporation into this battle? is because he can fuck He-Man up, because He-Man doesn't know how dangerous he is, and he can't read the lines of his face because he's got fucking hood on and da 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 and I'm like this is amazing and then <laughs> you fall asleep right and tonight yeah. it's like and so now it's like if I don't pay this bill I will lose my feet <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> It's so, so pedestrian and awful. So I wake up from work stress dreams oh, of jobs I used that. to have. Yes. Not even jobs I have now. That's a yeah, use use the word curse. There's no better word than the curse of the working man's sleep. <laughs> fucking put it on your streaming service between Dracula and the fucking Wolfman meets Frankenstein. Curse of the working Chilling. man's sleep. It is haunting. It is the blackest and whitest film you've ever seen with a score oh, that is nothing but what are those zitherums or whatever you know oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, right yeah yeah zitherns or uh, something uh z- oh fuck what is it called but yeah the holy electronic instrument yes it is just chilling and it is you're right i have fucking dreams that i'm still working at kmart and i fucking am late oh, and there sue gubbins years. is gonna fucking chew me out about not getting enough sleep uh, I know had the worth, fucking people. strangest fucking... So it was right before we were leaving. So it was, as I mentioned, it was Ash's birthday mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. Big birthday So it's the day before we're going to gonna leave. Um, yes. Uh, happy she birthday, my dear. She, we're on a thread, but she never hits me back. I just realized we... Uh, I mentioned it two weeks ago. We went and got her phone. She doesn't have the app on her phone anymore. Well, that's why so I So if you messaged her through Facebook, the last it's not on her years. phone anymore. Oh, okay. Well, just let her know that I've been wishing her a happy birthday. The oh, last I three I did. Years. I have. I was like, Hunt said happy birthday. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh so it was Sunday night, so it was daylight savings. Right. So we like Harvey had fallen asleep and we were watching uh found this great show, it's called Gangs of London. Okay. It's on AMC. Uh, it started out, I was like, ooh, it's like a Sopranos-esque crime show. Sounds good. You know, like gang lords and street crime, and then all of a sudden, there's a fight where a guy beats the shit out of somebody with a dart, and just got super, like, martial artsy, and I was like, oh, shit, 
I think this is the best show I've ever watched in my life. Right. And then I found out after we finished the first episode, it's the director of the Raid movies, oh. Gareth Evans. All right, that makes sense. Perfect. So sense. it's like super high crime drama, and then all of a sudden, the gnarliest fucking fight scenes you've ever seen, like backflips and kicking a guy's face. Very and, cool. What era uh, is it? Does it take place in? It's contemporary. It's oh, now. Oh, okay. Um, cause I was like, Ooh, gangs of London. Maybe it's a period piece. Uh, uh, so we were like, Oh, should we already fell asleep? Should we stay up? And I was like, it's your birthday week. Let's watch another couple episodes. Oh yeah. So we watched Gift a couple episodes and then fucking Harvey woke up. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, time to, you know, and she'd fallen asleep on the couch. I'm like, don't move her. You don't want to wake her up. And we were like, watching Kung Fu. So fucking tired. Uh, and then she woke up and we're like, okay, let's move her, move her into bed, put her in bed. We lay down and Ash falls asleep. And I was like, well, I'm not going to fall asleep until I know Harvey's asleep. Sure. So I'm like, okay. All right. Tape the eyes open. Get on your phone. Stop reading something that'll put you to sleep. Read something that's so cloyingly annoying. You're going to stay awake. Sure. Just like on my news feed then read and read it. Uh, and I just hear Harvey like, yeah, she's got this, like, she talks to herself when she's like trying to wake herself up. So every morning she won't get out of bed, but she'll just like tell herself a story. <laughs> just so you're like, oh, fuck me. Yeah, so she was like it's time. chirping. And mm-hmm. I was like, she's fucking awake, dude. She's awake, awake. I want to go time. to fucking bed. Yeah. It's t- so I was like, oh, okay. And then I hear her get up and then run down the hallway. And I was like, well, Ash is still asleep. I'm going to fucking get up and go out there get her set up on the couch. I'll just play a fucking movie and you'll fall asleep. Right. Like, I'll just put something on, just fall asleep. And so, obviously, you know, clock wipe and I'm like dozing off like on my phone and then I'll change the thing on the television. I was like, I'm going to put on something boring you won't like. And she just, ooh, Andor. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right. I was like, fuck, she's not going to bed. So I'm just like, and I keep looking at my phone and I was like, it says it's 2.30, but I thought it was already 2.30 once. What's happening to me? Oh, you're- What's happening to me? Mm-hmm. I didn't really. So then like she's. Finally, I'm like, all right, fuck this. I can't stay awake anymore. You got spoiled by dad. Go to fucking bed. Get, Go to yeah, bed. Yeah. And I stand up. And we have this big giant window in the front of our house. And I almost shrieked. Because it's fucking the ass crack in the morning. Look, there's a fucking deer. Two feet away from our window. Oh, wow. Like, there's a creature gazing into our, our window and it's because like the lights are on it's like a like a, a Macy's window the lights are on you can see fucking everything I was like what the fuck so like I stopped and it just stood there and like could see the reflection of it. the lights in its eyes and I <laughs> it's so funny because I was like you're such a fucking loser stood there and I like it's like what am I gonna fucking you at do you? like move and I gave it one of those like, oh, you flinch you like if you're it. gonna fight a guy, flinch you game. give him the flinch, punch flinch in, game, punch in the uh, shoulder. 
Cross it off. Flinch gamed him. The fucker got closer, and I was like, Ooh. please don't jump through my window! That's dangerous shit right there. You so don't want a deer like, in your house. They will fuck you and up. And I was, you know, it's not even, like, I love occult shit and, like, mythology. So it wasn't even, like, the Lord of the Forest, like, impossibly horned stag. Like, ooh, it's the deer. blood moon. It's just a fucking lady deer. Those are the most dangerous. It was like, step off my fucking porch. And it was like, how about I step in your house? And I was like, no, 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 please don't. Oh, I saw a parrot outside so, my window this morning. So the green I parrot. Shut the sh- I shut the shades and was like, ah, Harvey, go to bed. Don't wake up my wife. I don't want to be in trouble. Uh, that's like stand by me, Casey. You're never supposed to tell another living soul until 50 years from now when I get stabbed in the neck at a Wendy's. <laughs> Wait, you saw a green parrot? Green parrots of, of queens? Yeah, there. Yeah, there's two of them. Or no, somebody told me there were six of them, but I don't believe them. There's two green parrots. Cold. It's cold here now. Cold as oh, fucking shit, sure. all. Get out. Making a weird like, parody let noise. Me in. Just let me in. Yeah. And, and scratch. And all scratch. I could see where it was beautiful in this tree, just majestic. This lovely bird, bright green. I look to the left, up on the roof of this house. The gnarliest fucking looking pigeons you ever saw, just grinding one wing into the other wing. It's like this parrot is in for a fucking fight of its life, man. This this parrot just got just got five to ten in the Queens Castle, <laughs> Queens my County. friend. Queens County. Oh, this poor parrot. What was I gonna say? Curse mouth taping. What else we had? That's a thing. Oh, oh, I guess it's. A, Another joy work is if you ever watched a documentary on Barney, it's on Peacock. It's about Barney, the oh, Barney show. rise. Barney Fife? No, yeah. Barney the Dinosaur, created in 1988. Mm-hmm. It's she like pre-internet trolling, where people were just so bored, they're just like, I need to hate something, so I'll hate Barney. And they talk to all these people, and mm-hmm. they show these Barney bashing festivals, and it like was really fucked up and all these people like the guy that played the voice like was like reading off these it was like the early time the internet because it went all the way to like 2010 like this really scary hate mail and stuff and then they start talking to the kids on barney and showing what their lives were like and it's like okay this is intense all right that's really sad because now in today's era you wouldn't be made fun of for being on a show you'd probably be sure the most yeah. interesting people and in, person in the room sure yeah. you're like i was time. you know the blonde kid from barney yeah that was me oh shit cool do you want to be on my podcast oh cool yeah let's talk about it so one of the but kids like, on barney i fucking hate you the one like, one ki- there was one girl on barney that like they did a focus on like sexual trauma because she was an actual traumatized person in real life and then yeah fucking kids in high school were fucking like did barney fucking you finish this disgusting tell me if it's purple why don't you (laughs) i wish well you'd be king of it was me i was actually that was me that i they didn't i didn't respond because we were with my wife for her birthday but i not bad. That was me. You're the joke, that. right? You're the Bruce Valanche in the back of the room <laughs> giving these guys their lines to deliver. Hey, whoopee, whoopee, say this one. Um, no, Tossing but then they get apple. to, I don't know if you can picture, I personally could picture all the kids that were on Barney because for about 10 years yeah, they were saying yeah. kids. 
there was a young, like the cutest kid. My on the cousin show loved the show. Was so a we young African American kid with glasses. Yes, they're of talking course, to yeah. him, and I'm like, oh, this guy. I hope he doesn't have a horrible story. Got shot in the spine over a bad drug deal. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. It's not funny, but it's funny. So they all it's have the like intensity a... level. You're just like. Holy shit. And the kid who they create, the mother created Barney to entertain, he shot his neighbor in the chest because he was addicted to marijuana. So his incredibly good lawyer (laughs) fucking marijuana (laughs) because he was traumatized by Barney bashers and fucking got off. He got fucking probation. That is the oiliest that we had that. They talked to that lawyer. And yeah, he is. He's cousins to the one and only. Red nosed, <laughs> gin soaked, FDR looking lawyer in Watertown that got you and me out of How the house. How are the Barney kids? They're like our version of the Little Rascals. Yeah, it's really sad. They really had a hard go. Is because all these adults who they talk to now, I'm just like, you're sick fucking who people. Cared? They're like, Barney's song annoyed me, so I made a, one of the first hate clubs on the internet to hate Barney. And you're just like, you're fucked up, wow. dude. And then that guy later on How now little is like, fucking well, I was finished. also an alcoholic, so I needed somewhere to get my hate out. And I was like, I still am supposed oh, to forgive wasn't you, but enough? I don't. <laughs> yeah. And then they talked. The only sane person of the whole group was a woman who used to be a neo-Nazi, but she's since changed her ways and she's become an anti-hate activist who's like, those people are fucked up, man. She's like, oh my god! She's like, I'm a, I'm a fucking old neo-Nazi, old H and me. We were friends, but now that was too much. What you did to that dinosaur, and then the, oh my god! And the guy who played Barney in the, uh, in the suit, is it better be Dave Batista, who fucking is a tantric sex healer. And he's as I recall it recounting it, it's crazier and crazier. It just kind of drops you. So at the he's end the of horniest man again. that's ever lived. He is not willing to answer when the guy's like, so you take these women in and teach them. He's like, Tantra is not just sex as people think it's sexual. Energy, and then he keeps winking, which is it sex. And then the, uh, the documentarian's like, so do you have sex with these women? He's like, I mean, that's all yes. I do. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But this guy's amazing. He's got like such a big emotional heart. You can see why he practices Tantra and everybody else is like. So he was the body, but not the. <laughs> no, he was not the voice. The voice is See, a, the voice is guy. the rough go. Yeah. That guy's He's the body sweet. man. He's a body man now. That's who weighed 60 tuna, pounds. Buddy. Not counting the purple one. Not counting the big old <laughs> Dino Dong. The extra. Dino Dianong. <laughs> Guys, I brought this one from home. What are you talking about? I'm talking about my Schwanzo. Dude. Yay. I just keep... They're like, oh, you... I don't know where I'm going, but some kind of jelly in Barney suit to keep him hard. Let's just forget <laughs> I said it. I should have been in that Barney suit. I should have... I'm running for District 12 on... <laughs> Grocery. Groceries. <laughs> grocery. <laughs> With two S's. I get my groceries from Penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so stupid. 
I'm so stupid. I'm looking at a copy <laughs> of Notes of a Native Son with a jerk practice and business card as its bookmark. <laughs> it's I just said the phrase, course. I get my groceries from Penthouse. From to my penthouse. left is Desmond Cole Ghost Patrol, a young adult series of novels that my daughter loves. And right here are two prescription antidepressants that I need to get filled <laughs> over the internet. My desk is a nightmare. It's the curse of the working man's sleep. Come to life. Oh, Come to God. audio life for you, And I can't listener. name a single poem that I've ever read. Not a one. Other than the Bible, except, which I didn't read. Except for that World War One, where the guy talks about them hosing his corpse out of the fucking... Uh, the, the night of the ball turret gunner. When I when I die, they hose my body out of the turret with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> Men of words, both of us. <laughs> with a, uh, uh, I, did I say hose already? Yeah. Hose. So this is the period of the. Is he referring to his dick? No, I didn't even think about the that. same word, not just to rhyme with one another, but in the same line. So, for example, he used the hose to hose his body out with a hose. With a hose. <laughs> it's very meta, but literal meta. It's uh, uh, I can't sleep. Uh. <laughs> Grocery bills. Gah, gah, come on. My car. Yeah. Meanwhile, the ghost of the World War Two murdered soldiers from All Quiet on the Western Front are sleeping next to me like, you fucking can't sleep at grocery bills. My chin is metal. <laughs> God almighty. My uh, eye is a musket ball. God. I don't know. Well, you, I, think I don't think you can end higher than that or dumber can, or I mean, anything. Curse of the working man's sleep. Curse of the working man's sleep to all those World War One ghosts sharing my fretful dreams. We love you. And there's nothing ye can do about it. But if you could take a break, take Wednesdays. You could shoot yourself Fridays in the foot. And, yeah, just <laughs> take go go take to the day. barn and visit your place of death and your old buddies and that German soldier you killed with by choking him out with mud, and come back <laughs> and see me on Saturday. Oof! You all have joy work out there, so you can love us for that. Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Why we for slumber, America, land of brave and true, with castles and clothing and food for all, all belong to you. Every man a king, every man a king, for you can be a millionaire. But there's something belonging to others, there's enough for all people to share. Why sleep or slumber, my saucy jerks? It's a podcast, brave and true. With Sody and Smokies and Strokes for all, it's a podcast just for you. Every jerk a king, every jerk a ding, for you can be a booth babe too. 
But there's something that a wizard had to say The jerks are dangerous fools Oh, it's District 12 and Dakota too Or the Poets Society They'll be rent without end Every listener's a friend With every Jagger King Ending You can be a jingle doo Doodly dee dee ba 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 You're a jerk and I'm a fool Every jerk a king, every jerk a ding For you can be a booth boob too Every the rant without end, Kennedy's with three ends Every friend is a jerk, that's you I kinda like that Kinda like, I like that Oh yeah <laughs> Oh what about, Casey, what about socks, gump socks that are socks that have the leg braces on them. Uh, done. Put that in the DreamWorks <laughs> put, store. Put that in the notes to talk about with that. That's good stuff. That's that's. Oh, a I don't that's need leg braces. Right it's just my socks. But I do need leg braces. <laughs>